Hey, good morning and welcome to another episode of Breakthrough Walls. I'm Ken Walls. I'm your host and I have, man, I don't even know how to say this. I got a, a true just badass on the show today. <laughs> like, I want, hey, I want to go ahead and welcome him to the show. Scott Simons, welcome, bro. Hey, Ken, thanks so much for having me on today. It should be, this should be a lot of fun. Um, you know, going back and watching some of your interviews and you know, I'm on this show, and then I saw Emma Fasella was on the show, and I'm a big MFCO Project uh, Andy fan. So I was like, wow, this is pretty daggone cool. Yeah, man, I've had, I mean, I've had some unbelievable guests on the show. You know, I, I tell you, um, I, I've been, I, I'm 50 years old, just turned 50, and I know I only look 35, but, um, <laughs> but, 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 you know, I've, I've been an entrepreneur for, the better part of 30 years and I've had different companies and I've had, I've been through all the ups and downs and, and, you know, the reason I came up with this, this show is, you know, there's been so many times and I'm sure you're the same way. There's been so many times along the journey that you hit this wall and you think there ain't no way we're getting through this. This is, this yeah. is catastrophic. It's over. And, and, you know, we, we dig deep and we figure it out. And I love hearing the stories from other entrepreneurs like yourself. And, and so, you know, let's start with you telling everybody who you are and a little bit about yourself, where you were born and raised. Sure. So uh, thank you so much for having me on. This is a real honor to be on here today. Um, I, I was born and raised in Southern West Virginia. Uh, I still have my Southern West Virginia twain. People say, you know, where are you, where are you from, boy? You know, North Carolina. And I say, no, I'm actually from West Virginia. Uh, I'll always be a proud West Virginian. If you've ever lived in the state of West Virginia, you're always from the state of West Virginia. Um, and I'm proud to say that. So I was born in McDowell County, West Virginia, which uh, uh, I learned a lot growing up. I learned a lot of, of values and uh, good, good uh, uh, hard work ethic from the people of McDowell County. Um, so I grew up there um, with my mom, dad, and my brother, George. He's a, a doctor in Texas. Uh, my mom and dad work very hard. They're blue-collar type of people. Uh, where we come from, your word means something. You know, your handshake means something. Um, you know, I, I wouldn't trade it for the world. Maybe not the best economic area, but, you know, we played a lot outside, and uh, we got in a lot of trouble And growing up, and you just worked your way through it. You know, you just went out and, and, and explored yeah. Uh, which I think we're missing a lot of that this, you know, this day and age. So um, we we lived in a house with my aunt uh, that basically helped raise my brother and I. Uh, I will say when we sold her house quite a few years ago, we sold it for ten thousand dollars. So as you can imagine, you know what the house was like. Yeah. Uh, we saved up our own money to buy our first house, and then we rented both ends of the house because my dad and mom, you know, grew up during the depression and they didn't want to grow up poor, so they saved their money. I think one summer my dad took me to jobs with him and he worked five jobs, you know, one summer. So uh, I've got really strong work ethic and uh, I learned it from my dad. You know, when someone, your parents give you an opportunity, you, you know, you, you need to pay that opportunity back. Yeah. So when when you have that, you uh, that responsibility, of we're going to pay for your college and we're going to give you opportunities that maybe we didn't have. You know, that's that's a that's a burden. You know, that's that's something that you carry with. I, I proudly carry it. Uh, so anyway, I started working when I was 15 years old at a community center. I would get up at uh, 445 in the morning, go open up the gym at five o'clock. 
Now, I, 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 I want to interrupt you because I, I want to I, I want to help set the um, I, I want people to understand um, like where you came from, because I've been and I Scott and I were talking before before it started. I've been to McDowell County, West Virginia. I've had and and I mean, it's 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 considered like the poorest county in the entire country, isn't it? Maybe maybe in in economic but it, it's rich in what you learn. Oh, and I know, I know, but but I think that that people are, are need to understand that you came from. It, I mean, it, it it was a poor poor area, really poor area. Yeah, but yeah. I, I believe that when you come from there, um, part of my philosophy is I really don't think that people ever outwork me. Um, I never quit. You know, one thing about a podcast, MFCO project, I listen to a lot. Andy says, you know. Uh, one one of the, the truly successful entrepreneurs, they just don't quit. You know, there's times I wanted to quit. There was times that I probably should have quit, you know, and uh, I just didn't want to let, you know, my mom and dad down. I didn't want to let, I didn't want people to sit around and say, you know what? I knew that joker wasn't going to make it. And I just wasn't going to let them have that satisfaction. So <laughs> right. I wasn't going to quit. Um, you know, I've made mistakes, you know, um, I've done things I'm not proud of in my, you know, in my past. Uh, I do believe I'm a good person, and I do believe if you're a good person, you just make your way through things. Yeah. You know, I probably I probably did some things I probably should have gotten in trouble, and I, and I didn't, and I saw that as an opportunity to take advantage of that opportunity uh, to 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 make things better. Um, but yeah, no, McDowell County is uh, you know it's it's coal industry. Uh, I do believe there are signs of life. I do believe that. Uh, they're, they're, put, they're building ATV trails there. So they're taking some of the strip mines and, and, and really the economy is starting to go better in that, in that uh, wonderful state. Yeah. So uh, to go back, um, you know, so I would go work at a gym and then till like eight o'clock in the morning, if any of the members didn't show up with any of the racquetball stuff, I got to play. So when I was 15, I kind of saw that I was like a semi-pro racquetball player making like $5 an hour getting to play racquetball on the clock. Uh, my dad, you know, would let me do that because he ran the community center. I would go to high school till about noon, go to college from one to four, go back to baseball practice, and then go back and close the gym up at uh, 10 o'clock at night. And that was my my junior and senior year of high school. Wow, man. Hold it. Now, where were you going to college down there? I was going to Bluefield State College. Oh. I graduated with my four-year degree in two and a half years. I graduated with my MBA in a year and a half, and I worked full-time the whole time. Dude, that's unbelievable. Yeah, well, anybody can do it if yep. you just want to do it, you know. It's, yeah. uh, and I, I had a lot of fun, too, don't get me wrong. Um, you know, I believe people have uh, – whatever you focus on, whatever you think about all the time is what you – you know, is what you're successful at. And I just didn't – I wanted to be successful. I wanted to make something out of myself. I wanted to – you know, when I leave this world, I want people to know who Scott Simons was and he was a good person and – you know, some people may say it's a little bit crazy, a little bit high strung, and that's okay. You know, that's fine. <laughs> right. uh, so I went to Bluefield State College, like I said, then went to Radford University, uh, helped teach uh, 18 college courses because uh, I was a graduate teaching assistant. Now imagine this, you're coming into class finance school and I'm 20 years old and I'm a teaching assistant and, you know, I'm, I'm helping teach you. So they kind of think they call me Dookie Hauser or something like that, but that's okay. <laughs> uh, that's so, a good thing. Hey, you know what? The fraternity's there. I never had to stand in line to get in a bar, and I never <laughs> had to pay for any alcohol, so it worked out pretty good for me. Uh, but, but anyway, 
Um, so I was an entrepreneur a long time ago. Yeah. You know I mean? Yeah. So, so anyway, um, I took a job in the mortgage industry after I got my master's to learn how to read credit bureaus, et cetera. And then I got my first job in the car industry for Huddy Hyman back in 1995 at the Saturn dealerships in Richmond. I went into sales. They hired me to do F&I, but I went into sales and then quickly went into F&I. Spent about three years there and then uh, took a job as an F&I director at another store. Uh, spent a couple years there. Took a job as a finance director at a dealership close to here. Um, each one of those stores were kind of struggling a little bit. I wouldn't say that I turned around by myself. I just build teams. And uh, in 2010, I got a call, or I was got in communication with Liza Borges. She and her dad, Carter Myers, run Carter Myers Automotive Group, probably one of the most respected auto groups in the nation. Uh, we've been around since 1924. Wow. Uh, we're, we're at ESOP, so our employees own uh, shoot. They're 26% of our company, which is about, I think, $15 million. Um, and they gave me an opportunity to buy into my own store. When I interviewed for my first job, I said I want to be a car dealer one day. And the gentleman that interviewed me said, well, you, you've never sold a car before. I said, well, I understand. That's why I'm here. You need to give me a job so I can do that. <laughs> and, he, um, and he said, uh, what is your parents? Um, do, do they have they in the car industry? I said, nope. I'm from a, I said, I'm from a holler in West Virginia. <laughs> and he laughed at me and said, are you serious? I said, yeah. He said, he said, boy, I got to give you a shot, see what you can do. And I said, thank you very much. And at wow. that time, I was sleeping on a couch in Charlottesville with a couple friends of mine because I wasn't making a whole lot of money. Um, and that's where I got my start. So I came to work for Carter Myers Automotive Group in 2010. Um, like I said, I work with uh, Liza Borges. She is a fantastic partner and wonderful human being. Um, and then in 2013, I took over our VW store. 2014, we bought the Nissan Subaru store. 2016, we got the Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram store. So we have about 175 employees, um, fan the best employees in the world. I know some of them are listening. Y'all guys are awesome. Valley strong. Wow. Um, and, and uh, you know, we just show up every day and get to work. It's no, it's no secret what we do. Uh, people come. I'm, I'm good friends with Glenn Lundy. I just got through visiting his store. I'm good friends with Sean Hayes. Yeah, you know, those, those guys teams. those guys are unbelievable. Yeah, can you imagine? Used to, car dealers would wish harm on each other. Now, if they, we were in the same town, we would all compete respectfully, right? Which yeah. we do. Yeah. But we can go learn from each other. I mean, yeah. I, I'm learning quite a bit from them and their philosophy and Josh Cummings and their yeah. salt-of-the-earth people, and they invite me there with open arms and Hey, what do, you know? What do you think about this? And we learned a lot while my partner and I went there, and uh, they can—they're coming to come visit us. And you know, that's really how this should work, shouldn't it? You know, we should all help each other out. There's plenty of customers for us all to sell. We don't need to wish harm on each other. So, uh, you know, I'm just at a really good point in my life. You know, I've, I've met wonderful people, and I've been on a lot of interviews. And I never thought I'd be on interviews. You know, yeah, uh, people that you've had on the show and uh, these other shows that I've been in. It's, you know, it's, it's pretty amazing. But yeah, I listen to I listen. I tell you, I, I will tell people this. I listen to Rise and Grind, Glenn Lundy's show at five thirty in the morning, Eastern Standard Time. I watch it live. Yeah, it's a life changer. Then I listen to Sean Hayes at eight a.m. on Sales Hustlers. Well, I part on a business. Like I, I part on so, but I'm still learning from them, and they're wonderful human beings. I learn a lot from. Right, right. So, so <clears throat> let's back up to um, you know before you. I, I mean, so you went to you went to so you were going to college during high school, right? Correct. Okay. And, the <clears throat> and you graduated with your bachelor's degree at twenty. Yeah. 
So okay. 90, I finished high school in 91, got my BS degree by 93, and MBA by 95. That's that's insane, man. Like, that's... that. I, I was pretty tired. I will admit, <laughs> the plan was for me to go to law school and be like an agent or something. And uh, or so, I didn't even know really what I was thinking at that time. And I said, you know what? I'm going to go get a job. You know, like, yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go and I'm not going to go to any more school. I don't know. I'm not a... I'm a people person. I'm not a really good test taker. So I had to work really hard to get through what may have been easy to a lot of people. Uh, but, you know, if you work hard, I outworked a lot of people. It's just plain and simple. I just wanted it really bad. So. That's it. You know, we were talking a little bit about Grant Cardone before the before the show started. Like that dude, you know, I've tried to emulate him for, for many years now. And it's like, I mean, I can, I can work. And, I mean, I work, mm-hmm. work, work. But, like, that <laughs> – He's an I'm anomaly. A, I'm, a, I'm an investor in Grant Cardone. Um, yeah. I've known Grant for 20 years. Yeah. I'm in about, I think, four of his funds with Cardone Capital. I, I trust Grant. Grant, yeah. Grant is very, uh, he's very uh, um, confident. He's very, you know, Grant's Grant. Right. And I like Grant. Yeah. You know, I like people for who they are, not trying to be somebody who they're not. Right. Um, I'm genuine people. I am who I am. If right. you like me, that's fine. If you don't. That's fine too. Right. I, I'm 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 okay with myself, but um, you know, like Andy Frisella, he's a little bit controversial. I listen to him about every day. Yeah, about every single day when I got my when I'm in the gym, I'm not listening to music. Which if I did, it would be like old school rap music. But anyway, but I listen <laughs> to him, and uh, and that's that's what I do. Those are the people. Now I can't go and say what they say, right? right? I can't right. I can't be them. I'm right. me, right? But I do listen to them a lot, and I just take bits and pieces from each one and kind of throw it all together and. You know, uh, that's what I am. And, you know, I, you know, everything looks like it's great in my life right now. You yeah. know, right. Yeah. Trust me. It has been a hard, tough road. Right. Just because you see the pictures on there, you don't see the struggles and missing the kids games from time to time. And, you know, um, you know, it, life is difficult. And I wouldn't, you know, the point I would like to get through to people is this. There's plenty of times I could have quit when those walls come up. You just got to keep going yeah it's going to get better people typically quit right before it gets like when right before it gets better and yeah. just simply don't quit yeah stay positive and just keep pushing forward and uh, you won't be denied what you truly want life and don't play the victim man i That's can't it. stand to play the victim man. I, I got no use for people are victims. you're cry baby you're negative just stay away from it. I, i'm with you man i totally agree with that you got to push through it and and so you know back when you were and, and i think that this is probably the most important thing because you you now own or co-own five five car dealerships yes yeah i own five car dealerships eight franchises we have about 175 employees Gosh. and we do about 220 million in sales now that's not net profit y'all guys know that being a if you have car dealers on here, you know, the average car dealer makes 1.75 net to sales. Now we're, we're higher than that. But, yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, I was honored by the automotive news as one of the top 40 people in the automotive industry. Um, you know, it, 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 I've worked so hard, but really it's, I surrounded myself with really good people. And I tell my people this all the time. Yep. I get all the credit. I'm here talking to you right now, Right. but it's the 175 people that show up here every single day that know we have a common goal that we all care about each other. We're like a family. Will we have problems? Absolutely. We have problems like everybody else, but we sit down and we talk about it and we work through them. Right. I made mistakes. I make mistakes daily. I'm not perfect. Right. Um, right. And I just sit and say, you know, let's just sit and work this out. So my success has been hard work by surrounding myself with just 
good people that want to make a difference and they want to better their lives. And, you know, if you do that, no matter what industry you're in, and if you're a genuine person, they know I would give them anything that I have. They can come talk to me anytime they want. I won't judge them because yeah. I've probably done it. Yep. So, and so I, I but I, I want to, I want to back up to, to the, because this, I truly, I believe, and I know you know this, that, that, you know, people get stuck in life because they hit those walls and then they start feeling sorry for themselves. And, and, and I mean, we all go there. I, I'm 50 years old and I've been through it, man. I've made millions and lost millions, but like, like, you know, you still get there where it's like, you know, it feels catastrophic, like it's not going to end. And so people get stuck. And so I want to talk about the day that you went and interviewed and you're sleeping on your buddy's couch, right? This is a guy right now that owns five car dealerships that was sleeping and from one of the poorest counties in the entire United States that, 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 that just that figured it out, man. And so that day that you went and interviewed for that job, that day that you, you were sleeping on your buddy's couch and you, you like what was going on in your head? You got home that day. You're like, yes, I got a job selling cars, right? Yeah, they had never right. done before, right? Yeah, that's that's. That, and I told him I was going to own a car dealership. <laughs> I'm surprised they didn't kick me out and say, "Go, you know, you're you snot nose punk, get out of here." But anyway, <laughs> right. um, no, it, it's it's you've got to almost have a chip on your shoulder that right. you want to prove people wrong, but you can't act like you got a chip on your shoulder. You know what I mean? Yep. If you act like you got a chip on your shoulder. You're going to turn people away from you. Yeah. They're going to say, look, that guy's a jerk or stay away from that guy. So yeah. I, I I very much act like that I could lose my job every single day. Like I know that I'm not bigger than Valley. I'm not bigger than Carter Myers Automotive Group. I know that they're going to be here long after I'm gone. They're going to be super successful. They were successful before I got here. And they'll be successful after I leave. I am replaceable. And But I, I, I work like I could lose my job tomorrow. And right. so do my associates, but they know that's not possible. They know that, you know, that we're all in this thing together. And, you know, and, and who knows what our future holds? You know, um, we're, our company is a fantastic company. We're always looking for growth opportunities. Yeah. Uh, we, we, you know, so so you got to operate like I just didn't want people to say, you know what? That when that young man was younger, he got a lot of trouble and did some things he shouldn't have done. Was, you know, racing cars and fighting or whatever I was doing when I was young. And, you know, I, he couldn't do it. And there's still to people this day, they're sitting there thinking he is not there's he's going to fall. Right. And I'm not I'm, 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 I'm not. It's not it's not possible. Right. Um, and I, I've dealt, I've had setbacks. Uh, I've done things I'm not proud of. I'm not perfect. Right. 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 Um, none none just, of us are, man. None of us are. Yeah. yeah. So I just I just didn't want people to sit around and say, I told you so, <laughs> you know. So so you've got so you're. T- <laughs> Your driving force is is that, and that's yeah. a great driving force. It can be well, a that, heck of a motivator. Well, plus plus, um, like I said, just the wheel to keep going forward. When people quit, I'm not a quitter. Right. You know, that's not that's not me. I'll like I've said it a few times before. I'll fail. I'll, I'll I'll die in the showroom on the showroom floor trying to take it up. I, I just that just won't happen, and uh, they know that. And the, so when you embody that. I give Saturday morning sales meetings. Um, I work a lot of hours. I, I don't. I haven't played golf in twelve or thirteen years. One, I was never good at it, and two, it's just kind of boring to me. So I do CrossFit in the morning. I play racquetball with my buddy Chad in the evenings. He and I battle like we're playing for the national championship of racquetball, and it's just he and I there killing each other. 
wow. coach youth foot. I coach youth football. So yeah, during when football season's not on, I run a youth football league of about a thousand kids plus the Augusta Spartans, Go Spartans. We have about a hundred kids. Uh, we watch game film at eight years old. Wow. So our team has won Super Bowl three straight years, and we watch game film at eight years old. Wow. Yeah, Dude, so that's awesome, needless man. to say, we're a little bit competitive. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, man, the coach sets that uh, that pace. So, so yeah. like, okay, so you're the you're the co-owner of five dealerships, eight franchises, mm-hmm. um, you, and you're the GM of each one of those, right? Yes. Yeah. I and have a really you do all this other stuff. Yeah. During I, I work, um, I, I'm GM of five. Managing part of it. Now I could walk to all five. So they're all, they're separate buildings, but they're yeah. all right here. Yeah. But I have uh, a fantastic team, uh, lady named Laura Campbell, Chad Arnold. I have a fixed, I have five general sales managers that run the front end that are the best in the business. Wow. Um, I've got some superstars here. You know, if I would leave tomorrow, which I'm not, this place would operate just fine. Right. It would right. operate just fine because of the, of the people that we have here. Right. Now, we bought stores that were struggling. Obviously, if you buy business, typically it's not because they were producing the results. We paid but what the, we thought we got a bargain on, and the person selling thought they got a really good deal. And they turned out to be fantastic investments for us. Yeah. So, so, we're, so we're really happy. But every day is different. I come into office, and I've got these, you know, I've got my power list from Andy Priscilla that I want to accomplish. And I come in, and bam, I end up going to the right. And then my day, just, you're just putting out fires all day. Yeah. And people come in, and um, I became good friends with Joe Jacoby. Yeah. Uh, Joe Jacoby's a really good friend of mine. Should be in a Hall of Fame. Joe Jacoby should be in a Hall of Fame. They should be ashamed of themselves. That man should be in a Hall of Fame. But anyway, he comes in the he comes into my office and was watching me one day. And he used to be in the car. And, well, he's still with the company, but he used to own a car dealership. He said, "Man, I don't see how you do it." I said, "I don't see how you won. You played in four Super Bowls and won three. You know." And he said, "You just said you got like five things going on right now, and you you haven't missed a beat." And I said, that's just what I do, man. It's just, you know, as a, as an entrepreneur and a person that owns businesses, you just show up and, you know, your employees count on you. You know, they want me to be positive. They want a positive work environment. They want me to tell them, look, you know, I believe in you. Let's roll. Yeah. So, so let me ask you this though. Do you, do you like, you know, I spend a lot of time and, and, you know, I mean, I've studied Tom Hopkins, Zig Ziglar, Brian Tracy, all, all of the, the old guys. And then about five years ago, I ran into Grant Cardone and, and Sarah, and I thought, man, this dude is off the hook, like his energy. Right. And so, so then he talks a lot about the 10 X planner and writing your goals down twice a day, once in the morning, once at night and targets and, and, and all of that. Um, and, and I don't know if you saw his interview with, um, uh, the other day with Frank, uh, uh, yeah, I saw it. The guy, a, the, the yeah. funnel, the, the funnel guy. Right. Yeah. So, um, like, you know, he, and he talked about that in that interview that he has targets every single day. So my question for you is, you know, first off, man, huge congratulations from me. Like, dude, five dealerships and yeah. you were sleeping on your buddy's couch. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. And I've slept on many buddies' couches. Right. Yeah. So I get that. But like, that's incredible. So that's a that's an amazing accomplishment, and I know that you give all the credit to your team. But come on, man, you're the leader of that that deal, so take a little well, bit of credit. Well, it's funny because I'm in the car industry, but I'm diversifying outside of the car industry. I part own an antique mall. I've never been in this antique mall ever. I've never <laughs> stepped foot in it, but I part oh own it. Um, I part. I just invested in uh, organic chicken company. 
I'm in Cardone Capital in three or four funds. My dad taught me at a young age to save my money. Yeah. And when these opportunities came up and Carter Myers gave me this opportunity, which I, I thank him so much and I appreciate them so much for giving me this chance that they took a chance on me that um, I've taken that money and I've diversified. So um, I'm in a lot of real estate. I'm in a lot of different things. And uh, and th- th- when people talk to me, they're like, well, Scott, you know, we need you to come to these meetings. I said, no, you understand. I'm a passive investor. I can't because I, I, my job is I, I got a pretty big job. Like people want me on boards and I try to get involved as much as I can. But in between this job, my family and youth football, you know, it takes up a lot of my time. And uh, luckily, I've just got a really good team. But, you know, Grant Cardone, when I learned about Grant Cardone, I was probably thinking too small. I was always thinking too small. His 10x principle is, is take what you're thinking. And I think most entrepreneurs that you talk to later in their career, the few regrets they had is they didn't get started early and they didn't. They thought just too small. They didn't think big enough. That's what I learned from him. The power list from uh, MFCO Project is something that, I, you know, like I said, I listen to him every single day. Um, I just take things from different people. Um, I'm not really a big sit-in-my-office numbers guy. I don't know if you could pick, that, pick up on that in this interview, but I don't like sitting and look at numbers. Um, we've got meetings. We look at numbers, but I manage. I kind of look at a situation, and then I look at my team and say, hey, dig in, and let's see if that's what's happening. And he says, you know what, Scott? You're exactly right. I can tell by body language. Yeah. You know, yeah. Um, and I can tell by looking at just a few numbers who's focused, who's not focused, who knows what they're doing, who needs more training. I mean, like I said, you know, when you when you build up a team around you um, and give them a positive work environment and, and, and tell them you believe in them, they, man, that's where the real magic happens. It just don't quit. Whatever you do. There was I'm so glad I didn't quit. There was times I, I quit and probably times I probably should have got fired in this journey, you know. <laughs> right. Um, but now, now at 45, people think I've accomplished a lot. I, I don't think I've probably accomplished anything. I, I, I have a lot left to accomplish before sure. uh, I'm, I'm said, uh, said and done. So, but I, uh, I mean, are are you are? But are you one of those guys though that like do you do you write your goals every day like that? Do you? I do. I have, I have more of a of a yearly goal of, of what I want to yeah. accomplish. Um, and I try to get it done in a short amount of time. You know, absolutely. I, I mean, every day there's things I want to accomplish. I try to keep it fairly low. I have stuff that I want to accomplish personally and stuff I want to accomplish at work. And uh, and like I said, I have an internal team that really keeps me straight. I, I'm not the most organized person in the world. Like right. if we built a team, I would be the I would be the coach. I would be the let's get the team fired up. Yeah. I'm not much on um, the joke is around here. You be, If you hand me something. You better make a copy because I'm probably going to lose it. Uh, I'd probably lose my head if it wasn't attached or my rear end if it wasn't attached. My, my team's over here laughing at me right now. But anyway, um, so I'm not very organized. Um, but, you know, I just bring a lot of energy. You know, that's 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 incredible, man. So, so you um... – I, I guess along your way with 175 employees, how many of those employees are in sales? Um, directly involved in sales, there's probably 75. Okay, I, I would say. So, so you know, uh, along the way, you've interviewed, I'm sure, or at least been involved in interviews with with thousands. I, I, yeah. I, I would imagine. So, you know, and and we all see people. Um, and, and, and again, I've been there. This isn't a judgmental thing. It's, it's just reality that, you know, you've seen, you've interviewed people, you've met people that are stuck 
and you know they're stuck. Like they, right? Like, um, who was it I interviewed the other day or talked to somebody the other day? Didn't even have a uh, showed up for an interview. Didn't even have a driver's license to work at a car dealership, right? So, um, yeah. but but you know, so what do you think? Um, the number one thing is that keeps people stuck. That keeps people stuck. I think that, um, I think they just probably lose hope. I think that they make mistakes and, uh, they go down a road. I truly believe in life. You're going to go down. There's, there, there, there's two, you can end up in two way, two areas. I truly believe this. Yeah. You're either going to end up in a really good place. And once you start going down that road, it seems like they just get trapped after bad decision, after bad decision, after bad decision, after bad decision. But when I interview people, I really just want to get to know them. I'm here. I try to interview every single applicant, which before they're hired, I typically do speak to every single one of them. Wow. Uh, I do the advertising with with my team. Um, So we're busy. But I I want to speak to them because I want to see if they're a good culture fit for us. I want to get to know them. Um, We do a pre-employment drug test. We do a random drug test. We do uh, a Wonderlick test. We check your intelligence which is what they have the prof- the college athletes take. Yeah. We do personality tests. So we we really vet our employees before we hire them. And I'll be honest with you, sometimes it does disqualify some people that you probably said, you know what, I think they would have done okay. We do look and try to give people second chances. Uh, but I really just want to get to know them. I want to know, you know, what their interests are. Uh, I want to know what their hobbies are. I want to know, are they family oriented? Do they go to church? You know, um, so we really get to we really get to know the people that are. But I would say they start down a wrong road. Um, you know, you can only well, what I will say this. You can only blame where you where you how you're raised, where you're from for so much. Right. right? Yeah. You know, I'll talk to people and something catastrophic happened five, ten years ago. And I'm like, let's you know, let's get over it. Like, I'm sorry <laughs> it happened. You know, each one of us could sit here. You and I could go down to the local bar, have a beer and tell the saddest stories in the world. Right. <laughs> But what's that going to change? That ain't going right. to change a thing. That ain't going to change a thing. Right. But those people are still there. Yeah. Five years from now, 10 years from now, I was on that bar stool at one point. Yeah. That yeah. was me. Yeah. And I said, you know what? This ain't me. I got to change. I tell you, I tell this story. It was uh, about in 2008 when the car economy about crashed. I was running a dealership, and uh, which is, I was one nine years and then had this fantastic opportunity from Carter Myers. And, and I was drinking every day. 250 pounds. I'm down about probably 210 now. I, you know, I wasn't working out. Yeah. My health was deteriorating pretty bad. Yeah. And uh, my wife, I met my wife when uh, I was 17. She was 15. We've been dating and married ever since. And she's from Bluefield, Virginia. I'm from Bluefield, West Virginia. And okay. uh, she looked at me and she said, financially, you've done pretty well for yourself. We saved money. You know, you've been smart. If you don't make changes, my new boyfriend or new husband will work your daughter down the hall. So have a, have a uh, son and daughter. And man, wow. let me tell you something that was, I really needed it. And yeah. I was really mad there for a little while. When she said, <laughs> yeah. um, but you know, she needed to wake me up, yeah. you know, and, uh, it, 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 that, that woke me up. Yeah. Um, so that took someone I cared about saying to me, this ain't you, you're better than this. That was me not too long ago. Yeah. yeah. So you know, I tell people that story now, they're like, whatever boss. I'm like, yeah, I would, I would grab, you know, two forties and drink them by the time I got home, you know, right. I was just a miserable human being. I was letting my environment control who I was. Right. Um, right. And I made changes. So it, trust me, I'm nothing special. If I can do this, anybody can do it. You right. just don't quit. And, and make better choices. 
when you start going down that back road, put it in reverse and keep going back the other yeah. way. There's you some, know, some things you, know you have to quit. <laughs> right. Hey, the people that have ever done you wrong, you knew they were going to do you wrong. Right. Yeah. 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 I mean, you act surprised at the end, but you go into it saying, Hey, you know, so, and trust me, I get, um, I have a lot of people reach out to me and say, Scott, thank you. I, I post every day, some positive. If you look at my feed on Facebook or Instagram, um, it's all positive. Yeah. I check in, I get up at four 30 in the morning every day, go to CrossFit. I put something up there. People send me so many messages. Like, I don't know if you realize this or not, but I was thinking about hitting my snooze button. And the first thing I saw, because they checked their Facebook before they check anything, I saw your butt already at CrossFit or getting up CrossFit. And like, you made me feel bad, man. I had to get up. Um, so that makes me proud, you know. Yeah, that's, dude, that's awesome, man. Um, yeah. I've, I've never done CrossFit. I have several friends that do CrossFit. <laughs> the fit, well, just looking at it makes me scared, man. <laughs> hey. Well, the number one rule of CrossFit is you got to talk about CrossFit. That's the number one <laughs> and rule. And take pictures you know, of yourself yeah, at the gym. And take pictures and check in. So I, I'm one of those people, you know, right. that are obnoxious CrossFitters. I love um, it. I love you know, it. That I guess you could even, some people say, you know, it's funny. Some people send me messages like, who are you trying to be, Grant Cardone? Who are you trying to be, you know, Andy Frisella? Who are you trying to be? I'm trying to be me. Right. You know, this right. is me. That's and it. if you're negative about it, you're a negative person. Just get out of my feed or let me unfriend you and move on. Right. I mean, if people are negative in my feed, I go and I freed them and I block them. I don't need it. I do. I dude, I do it. the I don't same watch thing. The, I don't watch the news. Nope. Don't watch the news. Nope. I listen to podcasts and self-improvement. And I really don't listen to music. And if I did, it'd probably shock a lot of people. I listen to old school rap music. So run, that's me. Run DMC. Probably Notorious <laughs> B.I.G., you know, Tupac, stuff like that. People look at me and I talk like it. You know, McGillbilly, wow. and I listen to rap music. Pretty funny, huh? <laughs> you said Tupac. You're like yeah. a gangster rapper. I love Hell it, yeah. dude. So, 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 that's awesome, man. So, um, like, if, 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 and again, this is, it kind of is, is going down the same road, but if somebody came to you and they said, they said, Scott, Man, I've tried everything. Uh, I, I'm a pretty positive person, um, but man, things just aren't going right for me. My electric's getting shut off tomorrow. Um, my landlord's evicting me. My wife's mm -hmm. leaving me. Whatever. Like, what? What would you say to that person in that I, moment? I had that conversation. Believe it or not, I believe I it. I, I mentored twenty of my people. Um, so twenty of my staff members are the one seventy five. I personally mentor them. We talk about life. We write down how much you spend in a day. We talk about relationships. We talk about everything. Wow. It's not um, the company likes that I do it, but we get real personal. And, you know, companies can't get but so personal, right? Yeah. So I had that conversation. And let me tell you what I tell them. I can help you in this situation. I had the means to help you. I can help you. How did you get in this situation? Let's talk about that for a minute. Right. What changes are you going to make? And are you serious about making these changes? Because if I help you, you're going to have to make these changes. And are you ready? Because I will help you. Right. But you're going to have to stay out of the bars. You're going to have to spend your money. You're going to have to be a better human being. And I don't know if you're ready to make those changes. I said, you've got to convince me why I should help you. And when I help you, I'm going to do what I'm going to say. You've got to do what you got to say. And typically it's, you need a man or woman up. Yep. You need to quit being a little crybaby, quit being a victim, and make changes. And uh, I have employees... I have, I have employees that tell me, you know, that tell me that, um, hey, Scott, we need to have a stern talk. 
And I said, okay. So I look at their performance before I meet with them, and I kind of touch base on what's going on in the showrooms. And I sometimes I'll see them, and they'll say, we need you to talk to me. I said, so do you want me to chew you out or something? No, we just need your pep talk. And sometimes it is, you're better than this. You know, mm-hmm. you could, you, 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 these results aren't you. Right. So I actually get calls sometimes to have stern talks with my employees because <laughs> they said I can just motivate them. And I'm not, I don't, you know, I don't ever, you know, I don't turn any MFCO here. Um, you, you know what I mean? I, yeah. I'm very positive, but I'm very direct. Yeah. You know, your employees and the people around you deserve to hear the truth. Yep. They deserve to hear the truth and not sugarcoat it, but you don't have to be disrespectful. Right. And I think people in power goes to their ego and then they abuse their power and treat people like crap. And there's no, no excuse for that. You None. can be direct and you don't have to be uh, mean spirited. So I, I totally be, agree. That would be advice I'd give any leader out there. Man, is, uh, you, you, uh, you're, um, you're the real deal, man. I, I, I mean, I, you know, I don't know how long we've been friends on Facebook, but I think, w- w- weren't you on Lisa Copeland's show? I, I'm friends with Lisa. Yeah, I mean, yeah. um, I'm going to be a panelist at the uh, uh, Rise and Grind Con coming up. Nice. Uh, I've got, I became good friends with uh, with Glenn Lundy and I are really tight. Sean Hayes, Lisa. Yeah. Uh, we did that. Well, you you participated right in the 24 yeah. hours. Yes, from I Michelle, did. Yeah. Which, yeah. You know, she still she still needs donations. Yeah, you know, I built I, the website. It's still up. I mean, 20. I mean, 24 hour Facebook live a thon. I think it's the first time it was ever done, period. Yeah. And it was a bunch of really entrepreneurs and car dealers that got together and did the first one ever, yeah. which I'm sure there's going to be plenty more now because it was a it was a fantastic idea, right? Yes, um, it was. But, you know, that's, that's what we're about. And what I really learned here in my life is this. I was always told that when you give and you're, you know, um, you're, you're a genuine person that comes back. Yeah. But I guess I was just too greedy to try it. Yeah. Just too ignorant to try it. That, you know, you give people and then, and then they don't give back. I don't want to enable people. I don't want to enable people because if you enable people, they're never going to correct their situation. So I want to, I want to help people that are willing to make changes. And if you're not, if I give you a chance, you don't, then I just say, Hey, I gave you that chance, you know, yeah. one chance and you know, you're not going to change. You just say you're going to change. Yeah. Yeah. That, and there's, there's a lot of, I mean, I, I have 16 years sober and, and, uh, spent a lot of those years going to a, a program for that. Right. And I had a bunch of these guys that would, hey, will you will you sponsor me? Will you? And I, yeah, here's the rules because I have rules, man. And we yeah. ha- this is this is no, uh, no, dude. If you want me to be your sponsor, these are the rules. Like, and mm-hmm. and, and that's you know. But so I've been to their funerals too, man. Like where they couldn't get it. Yeah. Well, you know what though, when you have that addictive personality, all you got to do is transfer it to being successful. Amen. And and we all have it. Yep. Like, you know what? I, I work. If I didn't have a job and I was independently wealthy and, and this, that, and the other, I I would, I like fast cars and drinking beer. That's not a good combination, right? So anyway, so, I, you know, I wouldn't go like, I, I don't really go gamble a whole lot because I kind of like it. So I'll go play a little bit of blackjack. But I know, hey, I take this amount of money and it's time for me to go. You're going to lose. They don't right. build their mausoleums off, off of people's wins. <laughs> so, right, right. Uh, but, you know, I like to do that stuff. I like fast cars and you know, so I live, I live in the fast lane. So yeah. actually work, actually working a lot's a good thing for me. Does that yeah. make sense? Oh, <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, to, to me, it does. I get it. But hey, by the way, Sherry Matthews is on here and she just said, Michelle Marie Sri, her surgery is today. So anybody on here, send her good, positive prayers and, and, and lots yeah, of love and energy. And, and, and the website that Scott was just talking about 
um, is fightwithmichelle.com, mm-hmm. and you can go there. She needs help, man. I mean, and, and, and we all, and I'm not even in the car business. Glenn Lundy put that post up, and I thought it was just, you know, for the car yeah. business, right? And he, he said, dude, you're an honorary member. We're inducting you into yeah. the car business. Yeah. So so I built the website, put that little web page together for her, and, and everybody go there and, and click on the thing. Donate 10 bucks or 20 bucks or something, you know, because what, what you just said, I think if more people would get this, life would become simple. It, it really would. And that is you think you can't help somebody else out because maybe you only have a hundred dollars to your name or maybe, maybe it's even worse than that. But I promise you that, and I think Scott will back me on this, no matter where you are on the socioeconomic scale, if you take a little bit of that cash and go help somebody else in some way with it, without any expectations of return, it will come back to you tenfold. That's your true character. Your character is is how you treat people that can do nothing for you, right? Nothing, not expecting anything in return. Yes. And she, you know, she's still battling. She's still going to have massive expenses. This fight, this fight with Michelle and that group that came together and did that. I mean, what that was that awesome to be a part wow. of? I was I mean, so honored, man. I couldn't. Yeah. So please go, everybody, go and donate. I think we raised like forty thousand dollars, and there's more medical bills coming. Everybody knows. You know that the medical industry needs reform. Yeah. Um, um, and and I won't even get on that soapbox. We're not going to get into politics <laughs> or anything like that. We'd be here the rest of the day. But I right. get Plus, you'll get me so fired up, I won't be able to work today. So I got <laughs> stuff to do. But like, like you know, dude, you're like, see, that's what I mean about you. Like, you took, you're in the spotlight here. You, this is about you. And you completely just turned it around and made it about somebody else. And, and that's just because you're an unbelievable guy, man. So well, thank you. that's, that, that's incredible. That's incredible. Well, well, you know, thank you so much for having me on here today. Um, it's been a lot of fun. You're, you're dynamic. I, you know, I saw, uh, done a little bit of research on you and obviously we communicate on social media. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, social media is this crazy thing, right? That I walk into Dan Cummings and people are talking about my family and my partner Liza's with me and she looks at me. She goes, do you know all these people? I said, yeah, through social media. And like one, one lady was like, Hey, that view on your back deck when you're doing that fundraiser was awesome. I said, yeah, I live in a beautiful Shenandoah Valley and yeah. this person about me. And there was th- those people I never met before in person, but I know them through social media. So you get to know people through social media. Yeah. So always be positive on social media. Yes. Positive. Don't say anything negative. And don't think for a minute, if you put out a bunch of negative crap, and then go apply for a job that your 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 future employer is not. Che- they're checking you out. I check social media while they're sitting across from. It's me. the first thing I, I do. Yep, check out social media and here and you yeah. know if they are uh, if they if they uh, yeah that's a very very important very yeah. important. Yeah, it's you got keep it keep it positive keep keep it classy San Diego <laughs> as Will Ferrell said but hey man so listen Scott I I genuinely appreciate you coming on how can everybody um you know this will hit the binge networks TV channel and yeah. there's about five million people that'll see this and and mm-hmm. she, the CEO said I have the number one 
the number one show on the network right now, so that's kind of oh, cool. But like, for for anybody that um, that doesn't know you, how can they follow you? Where where's? Yeah, I'm on Facebook, just Scott Simons. Uh, I think I have a picture of my daughter and I, uh, Morgan and I, are on there. No, it's Dawson. I'm I'm a coach shaking my son's hand as he's coming off the field. Uh, I'm on Instagram, Scotty Simons. Uh, I'm not really active with any of the others. Uh, my email address, if anybody like to reach out, is scottesimons at gmail.com. Um, you know, I'm just I'm just an ordinary guy that uh, refused to quit, that surrounded myself with the best people in the world, and I lived a really blessed and fortunate life. Uh, I get up real early every day because I'm so excited to go take on that day. I don't sleep a whole lot, and, uh, you know, I just want to be remembered one day as a man's man and uh, somebody you can count on and depend on. And, uh you know, I, I'm, I'm, I'm living a dream right now. So, well, dude, you're, uh, <clears throat> you already are remembered as that, like you are everybody that knows, you knows that. So, um, listen, I, I, is there anything else you would like to say to somebody that's hanging on by a thread right now? Anything else you'd like to say to help them get over the, the, that hump? No, I would just say, just don't quit. Don't, don't just don't quit. Like I said, I'm, I'm nothing special. Um, I'm, you know, I, I, I'm fortunate. Um, sure, I worked hard, but I, you know, the biggest thing is, is just don't quit. And, uh, you know, the sun will come up tomorrow and yeah. just continue just to give it your best and, uh, you know, and, and just give it your all and don't quit. Love it, man. Thank you so much for being on the show. Thank you to everybody who's been on here. All the shares. Man, we got a lot of hearts and a lot of laughing cry <laughs> faces today. So, but, yeah. Um, yeah. Thank, thank you all. Appreciate you all. Scott, thank you so much for taking time out of your busy schedule to be on here. Appreciate it. Thanks. Appreciate right. it. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Have a great day.